December 18th, 2023. We're in Masechet Bava Kama. Let's go back to Tavchet Amudbet. Two lines from the bottom, two words before the end of the line. Ve'amar Abaye. This morning's class is dedicated Le'ilui Nishmat Moshe Ben Rachel Michael Fallis Alav HaShalom by Solomon Fallis. The Gemara begins, we began it on Friday. It says, Ve'amar Abaye. <clears throat> and Abaye continued his statements with regards to sale of fields and uh, collections and uh, disputes. Reuven shemachar sadeh leshimon. Well, there's no Abi today. Eddie, you'll have to step in for him. If Reuven, if an individual, if I sold my field to another, uh, to uh, Eddie, uh, for argument's sake, so I'm Reuven and he's Shimon, sheloba achrayut. And the sale was expressly stated or made clear through omission that as I sell you this field, there's no ahrayut, there's no guarantee on it, which means to say, if there are ba'alehov, now it should be noted for some 20 plus classes, I've been calling ba'alehov the creditors in his quiet, unassuming way. Yeah, that's right. Uh, excuse me, the debtor. In his quiet and unassuming way, Stevie Russo pointed out to me on Shabbat, I've been calling it debtors throughout, which is the wrong word. Debtor is the person who owes the money, creditor is the person who's collecting the money, so we're gonna to have to correct that and we'll send someone to fix all the recordings in the past. Anyway, and uh, so in other words, in such a circumstance, I'm not accepting, I'm not giving a guarantee to Eddie. Reuven is not giving to Shimon a guarantee that if the creditor, not the debtor, he, I'm the debtor, if the creditor comes to collect uh, from my fields and I don't have any and I'll push them to uh, Eddie in turn, to Shimon, there's no turning afterwards to me. There's no coming back to me and saying, but, I did buy this land, you did give me, no, there was no guarantee on this. You're buying it at your own risk. In such a circumstance, what's then, Eddie will lose the land, Shimon, Eddie Shimon won't be able to come and claim anything and collect from Reuven. Now, if that's the case, now we're in the, we're going to explain it again, according to Rashi, we're in the initial stages of this transaction, and now there are asikin, says Rashi, orrin. There are those who are making claims. There are those who are talking wrongfully. Lomar Shelanuhi. That field, the very land, nothing about uh, creditors that I already owed money to or something of that sort, but the very land that I sold to Eddie, that Reuven sold to Shimon, Asikin. There are people who claim, how did Reuven sell that to Shimon? That's our land. He already sold it to us. Now the halakha in such a circumstance goes as follows. So the circumstance goes as follows, according to Rashi. Eddie has not paid a dime to me. Rashi doesn't make that clear here, but as Tosafot points out, and we'll read it together, the second Tosafot, Rashi in Masech Bava Metziah, in a parallel sugya, and Daf Yodalit points out, Eddie has not yet paid me. And he furthermore has not yet done a hazaka on this land. What's a hazaka on the land? Hazaka, the Mishnah in Masech Bava Batra says you could do it in one of several ways. You could be Noel, you could be Goder, you could be Poret, you build a uh, gate around the property, you uh, replace the lock, you open a, a hole and make a new entrance of some sort. No. I mean, uh, I don't know who's going to be, I don't know who's going to be buying the land for free, but that's what, that's hazaka. So again, so he hasn't paid money and he hasn't made a hazaka, says the Gemara. If he hasn't yet made a hazaka in the land, he hasn't paid and he hasn't yet done any action to the land. He's allowed to, under such circumstances, 
back out of it. He can claim this was a mekah ta'ut. He can say to me and to court, I never wanted to get into it had I known I was going to have to fight against these orderin. I was going to have to deal with these people who are claiming that Reuven, that Harari, actually sold them the field already. However, if Eddie has already made a hazaka, he hasn't paid money, but he did do a hazaka, he changed the locks, he put up a gate, he did something of that sort, at that point, he can't any longer claim, he can't show up in court, he can't show up at my door and say, what's the reasoning? Why can't Eddie, why can't he still make a claim? Because I'll say to Eddie, Reuven will exclaim to Shimon, you bought a sealed bag, you knew it might be empty, or it might alternatively have lots of money in it. You bought a mystery box, you weren't certain what was in it, but you accepted, savarta vikibalta. That was your acceptance. What's the proof that that was your acceptance? After all, I gave you no guarantee on the field. If I gave you no guarantee on the field, if you bought it, sheloba achrayut, you seem to be demonstrating to me and to others that you're accepting responsibilities with regards to this field. I know Ahrayut is specifically with regards to the, to the Ba'alehov, to the creditors, but the general, the general demonstration that you've set forth for us, Eddie, in buying this land, Shimon from Reuven, is that you're willing to accept whatever comes your way. It's not a Mekah Ta'ut. You were hoping for the best, and I'm sorry it didn't work out. He changed a lot before paying. No, movable objects is a kinyan with mishicha or hagbaha of some sort. Field is hazaka. Sure, sure. Listen, you could just pay money, but hazaka is something. Hazaka it begins the stage of transaction. The fact that I did a hazaka. Uh, Hazaka is the lock, the gate, the opening. It's a it's one statement. It's two sides of the same same set statement. What's that? Paid for it over. Done. It's his. Says the Gemara. You had a verbal agreement, you took possession, you haven't put the money down yet. In such a circumstance, you can't back out because you bought a Shalom Ba'achrayut. Now, no, they don't need a shtar over here. No. I mean, I don't know why you would do without a shtar If you haven't yet done that, that's what it says at the top of the page. If you haven't done anything to it, you can back out. Now, the Gemara, in the middle of a statement, before it finishes the flip side, of course, the flip side of this is when he buys it with ahrayut. But before we finish that, the Gemara pauses and says, Me'emat hazaka. At what point, me'emat, me'ematai, when is it considered hazaka? And we're translating this according to Rashi still. When is it a formal transactional uh, action to the field to the extent that there's now possession on Eddie Shimon's part? Michidayish amasre. 
Interestingly, the Gemara doesn't give you everything I told you already. The Mishnah in Masech Bava Batra, which says Na'al Gadar Uparat, the locking and the building the fence and the opening uh, any of those, one of those actions. Over here, the Gemara says Michidayish Amasre. Rashi in Masech Bava Metzia translates these words in the same way. Uh, now, Metzar, anyone who's learned Bava Metzia knows Dinad Masre. Mas Mesar means the border. Uh, so Daish, literally, Ladush, means to trample. Uh, Rashi's interpretation alternatively, keeping consistent with his explanation of the Gemara, is that these words don't mean just to walk over the border. It means that you did something to fix the border. After all, that's what we're talking about. How do you, how do you demonstrate possession of the property of the field? By saying, this is mine and not my neighbor's. This part is mine and not yours. So Daish Masre, according to Rashi, just means, in the most simple sense, na'al paras o gadar, the regular ways of taking possession in a hazaka. Why does the Gemara throw that question in over here? A little bit, quite, a little bit funny. Why does the Gemara change the wording? Why doesn't it just quote the Mishnah Masechi Bavabibatra? Say the lock, say the gate, say... Now, those are questions Tosafot will ask on Rashi, but that's what the Gemara says. Now, the Gemara finishes the statement. So again, we're in the middle of a statement over here of Abaye, and the statement has gone uh, uh, so thus far. It's that uh, Shimon bought a field from Reuven, Now, we distinguish, says Rashi, in interpreting the Gemara, between whether he did a hazakah on it or not. He hasn't paid money. He paid money, it's over, it's the no claiming mekah ta'ut. The money's in my hands, he can't, uh, it's, it's no longer his. However, if he hasn't yet made a hazaka on it, and he hasn't paid the money, he can back out. If he already made a hazaka, I say, I'm sorry, you made the hazaka. the transaction was such that you bought a mystery box, and I'm sorry, you bought it with the risk involved, and you made that clear by not, by not buying it with guarantee. Is the same is true reverse? Could you back out if you made a hazaka how am I going to make a claim that I can back out? I have the only claim you're going to, it's clear from the Gemara, you need a claim. You can't just back out. He says, mekahtaut. No, because we've already entered into this. You made a deal, you say, okay, yeah, let's, we, we, we can sell this property. You go to sleep one night, you wake up in the morning. And we haven't done anything to it. He, he ran there that night, changed the right. guns in my car. Oh, he has done that? He made a hazaka? No, no, he made a hazaka. If he made a hazaka, so it's the same thing on, uh, listen, he can't back out the same thing on my end. The interesting thing I thought you were raising is, why does he need a claim at all? According to Rashi's interpretation, he hasn't made a hazaka and he hasn't paid money. So I have to imagine, I have to, maybe not. I mean, maybe, it's, maybe that statement is only for the next, next part where we're going to say even after you made a hazaka. In other words, Maybe if we haven't done, there's no contract. There's a contract, no contract, no contract yet. We haven't written any contract. There's nothing. That's the point. The point is, that's exactly the point. The point is that since this is a situation where he bought it without a guarantee, the only time he can back out is when we did nothing. We just had a verbal agreement, right? And as a result, I would argue in that situation as well, I could, as the seller, also back out. And we don't need to turn it into a mekah ta'ud. It's specifically v'davka shelo b'achrayut, says Abaye, though. Abaye says this is only when he bought it without a guarantee. Ava b'achrayut? Lo. Period. But if he bought it with a guarantee, then these laws don't apply. What do we mean these laws don't apply? 
even if our assumption is, even if he made a chazakah on the land, he hasn't yet paid the money, However, interpreting according to Rashi, he went, he locked the door, he put up the gate, he opened the door, whatever he did in such a circumstance, even though he did those actions, now, provided he has a claim, he says, I didn't know this was going to be the case, I haven't paid you money, and I bought the land with a guarantee, in that situation he can back out. Says the Gemara, but there's another version, a different version of Abaye on that Final statement of his, even when Shimon, Eddie, bought the field from Reuven with achrayut, with guarantee, nonetheless, in that circumstance, under those, in that situation, he, after making the hazakah on the land, he cannot back out. What do you mean he can't back out? What's the achrayut for? The guarantee is only for creditors. Nothing more and nothing less. I say to him, the achrayut, the guarantee was if a creditor comes to them and tries to collect. Of course, then in that situation, I'll back you up. This is not a creditor. This is oridin. This is going to court. You have to deal with this. You, you lose in court, right? Because they say the field was mine already. I'll pay you back. But I'm not paying you in this moment. I'm not allowing for you to flip the field right now. De'amar le, because Reuven exclaims to Shimon under such circumstances, ahve tirfach, Ahveh means to show. Tirfach, litrof, means to collect. Show me the document which says that this land is being collected from you. Show me that they've already settled it in court. And then I'll pay you. In other words, I say to him under such circumstances, yes, I've accepted responsibility. I gave you a guarantee on this field that if the collectors, the creditors, come to collect from you, I'll back you up and I'll pay you. That's when they come and collect. So he says to me, I don't want to have to deal with the court proceedings. I don't want to have to deal with it. I say, I'm sorry. And now he says, but I bought it with a guarantee. Absolutely with a guarantee. Guarantee when you're obligated. Guarantee when they show up and they have the document in hand. Guarantee once they went through the court proceedings. That headache is not mine right now. That's what the Gemara, that's, so those are the two versions, ultimately speaking, in Abaye. Again, when I sold it, Reuven, to Shimon, Be'achrayut, with a guarantee, does he, the Eri, the Shimon, get to back out after he made Hazakah or not? All provided that not a dime has been exchanged, if money's been exchanged, absolutely no backing out any longer. Absolutely, I'll have to pay. Correct. I will have. It's it's who has to go to court? Who has to deal with this? Guarantee. Guarantee is still. Jared. Guarantee is still protecting him, but it's not protecting him to get out of it. That's right. What's the item that protects me even from a mekah ta'ut? No such thing. Oh, wow. Because it's not a mekah ta'ut. It's not a mekah ta'ut until they prove it. Until you prove it. It's yours, according to this ikad de amre, it's your responsibility to deal with the court proceedings. No, I, you wouldn't imagine that way in, I, I don't know, we don't have hazakah per se in American law. You're telling me you took possession, I moved my business in, I haven't yet finished the transaction, I haven't paid you the money, and then the courts show up. I can just pack out and say I'm out? 
The field Maybe. was sold. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. We, we, we don't know that the field was sold. You haven't done the title search. So the title search time. But Jared, what I'm saying is, it hasn't been proven. It's already in. If they, as Judah said, if they actually prove that it's theirs, of course, then Eddie, then Shimon turns to Reuven and says, I didn't buy anything from you. All right, but we haven't proven that yet. You go to court. So who turns over land before you pay and before you do anything? What do you mean? You're saying that the land was handed over without an agreement. What do you mean about the just took we made a verbal agreement, and he went to, he's hanging out on the land. And he get, has permission to do so, before, before the money. So, no. Yes, that's the auditing. Or, or, or he just turns back the land to me, and he says, your issue, give me my money back. He says, I'm out of it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not paying you money. Better yet. Uh-huh. So Judah asks, important question, Judah says, Judah says, and this is the question of Tosafot at the very bottom, Judah says, Shimon, Eddie, eh, he's annoyed by this whole thing. He's yelling like Jared. He says, I, I can't any longer. It's a bad situation for me. I never wanted to get into this. You know something? You're making me to go to court? No problem. I'll pay back. Here's the land, Harari. Reuven, Fadda. No, no, he says, he says, listen, I'm, I'm ultimately speaking going to have to pay. I'll pay with the land. No problem. Here's the land. Why can't he pay his way out of this? The whole issue is he doesn't want to go to court. I won't go to court. Here's the land. I haven't paid a dime yet. But, but, but he doesn't, I'm going to get out of going to court. I'm going to get out of going to court. I'm not going to call it a mekah ta'ut. I'm going to say, here's the land. Call me. Uh, no, no, no. So Tosafot asked this question at the bottom. We'll read the rest of the Tosafot in a moment. But here, if you look at Tosafot, and you go all the way down to about five lines before the Tosafot ends. Vav Alef Taf, at the end of the line, Ve'im Tomar. You see that Tosafot? Ve'im Tomar, right after the little Gimal in, in brackets. Ve'im Tomar Why doesn't Shimon say, Shekol Ar'a Bezuzach? Take this land instead of money. Okay, no problem. I'll, I'm out of this. V'yesh Lamar answers Tosafot two ways. Number one, Kigon Shehuzlu. Maybe the value of the land went down. And as a result of the value of the land going down, uh, so Eddie says, ah, I can't give back the land to, to Reuven. Shimon can't now give the land to Reuven and say, I'm paying exactly as it was. Iname, alternatively, you don't need to say that the whole market went down. You have to say, now that there are claimants, now there are people who are claiming that that land is there, it no longer has the initial value. He could give it back, but he's going to lose out. So he doesn't want to do that. Uh, he's going to lose out now that there's a whole dispute about this land. I mean, no, I think that makes sense. Yeah, I, I'd like to say it all makes sense. No, um, now, Tosafot's reading of the Gemara is, is markedly different than Rashi. If you go to the top of the Tosafot now, so I think we hopefully have the sugya in mind with regards to Abaye's statements. We read it according to Rashi, and now Tosafot will give us a little bit of a, or, or a markedly different uh, explanation. First says Tosafot, in the first chapter of Masechet Bava Metziah, Piresh Rashi, three lines from the, four lines from the top of the page in Tosafot, 
even though the situation over here is, even though you didn't pay money, because the transaction of a field is effectuated through hazaka. It's true, nobody's actually going to sell the field entirely without money, but in terms of ownership rights, it's now Shimon's once he did hazaka. Right, that's first and foremost. That's what we assume throughout the sugya. Vikashe says to Safot, I have several questions on Rashi. Number one, Number one, if the issue in our sugya is, it's a question of prior to or after Shimon took possession of the land, why are you talking about hazaka? Uh, why is hazaka any different than money or shtar is what's called a document uh, which was written up? In other words, if the, the Gemara is telling us that if Shimon, Eddie, bought the land from Reuven but hasn't yet done the full transaction or a transaction at all, why would hazaka be any different than kesef or shtar? The point is, Prior to Kinyan, prior to his transaction, Eddie could back out. After transaction, he can't back out. Nothing more and nothing less. Of course, when he bought it with a guarantee, that's when we're going to have a question. But why hazaka as opposed to money, as opposed to uh, document? But you why? answered that before. That's because we, with Metatali is Mishikin and with land is hazaka. No? Isn't that, so, so Jared's saying, or maybe Judah said, because this is the norm, and maybe that's how Rashi would answer, this is just the, uh, the generic or the unique uh, kinyan of land. That's nice. Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay, no problem. Uh, he's got several other. Very odd. And secondly, and these are the questions I mentioned to you earlier. Why does the Gemara in the middle, I pointed this out to you when we learned it, in the middle of the Gemara says, what is a Hazaka? One second, wrong timing for that. You told me Hazaka, read Rashi, listen to Harari for what a Hazaka is. It's a Mishnah in Masech Bava Batra, Matnitini, Beperek Hazkata Padim. It's a Mishnah in Bava Batra, Daf Membet, Naal Paratz Vagadar. Over there it says, if you put a lock on it, if you put the gate on it, if you opened up, if you made an opening, that's Hazaka. Our Gemara in the middle, and Jack says, by the way, what's a Hazaka? It's almost like a tangential moment in the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't do that. What's more, lastly, says Tosavot, Ve'od, um, Ve'od, the Daish Amatsre, those words that he stepped on or trampled on the, uh, on the, on the border, the word Daish uh, sounds like you just walked on it. It doesn't sound like Naal Parat Vegadar. It doesn't sound like you did a formal act to the property. If you did, quote me the Mishnah and Masechi Bava Batra. Use terminology I'm familiar with. Again, according to Rashi, it means those actions. But why do you use these words? Rather, says Tosafot, it sounds like Sheholech Saviv HaMesarim. It appears from the words of the Gemara that the person is walking around the borders. He's taking it in. He's strolling and envisioning what he'll do and seeing the property. Therefore, Tosafot's explanation of the sugya goes as follows. The case is the situation is such that there was a full-fledged kinyan. 
Halipin is a uh, formal kinyan in which there's, uh, uh, well, we know from when is this kinyan, we do a handkerchief or a shoe or something of that sort. Obishtar, or there was a document. Obehazaka, or hazaka, the ones we described. That's all in place. Orafak bapurta is based on the Gemara elsewhere. It means that you, it means you uh, plowed it a little bit. Vida'atoshil adam. However, says Tosafot, the Hidushir of Abaye, the novel statement of Abaye is that the mindset of a person, of the Shimon, of the Edi in buying it is even though, technically speaking, from a transactional standpoint, it's entirely his, if they're going to be claimants, this is very Jared uh, uh, focused, right? You like this very much. If they're going to be claims against it, he can still pull out as long as, listen, I did the formal stuff. That's formalities. You're telling me, I walked out of the room with you, we shook on it, we did a formal transactional type, but I didn't hand you any money. Tosafot will admit, money will cut it off. I didn't hand you any money, but I did the formal transactional actions. That's what I did. Now, I didn't even have a chance to look at the land. I didn't even walk through it. You're telling me it's already mine and I have to go to court over this? Come on. It's one thing if I started planning. It's one thing if I saw the land and I walked up. That's how the subya goes. And that's what it means in the Gemara when Abaye says, So nobody comes. I also did. No, no, you did a full-fledged kinyan. You did a full-fledged kinyan. That's what Tosafot says. You did a full-fledged kinyan, not like Rashi. You did a full-fledged kinyan. Rashi has it, Hazaka. says Tosafot, you did any full-fledged kinyan. It has nothing to do with Hazaka. However, in addition to that, there's a time period during which, if things go wrong, I'm not all in. I did kinyan Halipin. I did a kinyan Shtar. I did a kinyan Hazaka. Eddie did any of those. What's that? Shtar. Done. He contract signed. However, he hasn't yet walked on the land. He hasn't yet walked on the land. And now Now people show up and say, by the way, that land's ours. Eddie can still step out of this. According that doesn't make sense. Should, should, should What's that? He's not attached. His mind is not yet on that land. He doesn't mind. He doesn't... Mind and he doesn't he has, apparently he has the rights, Tosafot is suggesting to do so afterwards. It's, uh, you know, you want me to make it up? The land is overseas. They made a star over here. He hasn't yet seen it. I'm on the airplane on my way to, I don't know, wherever, to go look at the land across the, maybe it's not overseas, across the, across the country, and, uh, and I show up, and by the way, this is our land. Your land, I haven't even seen the land. In that situation, we're suggesting that's when Eddie can step out of it. <laughs> if he gave any money, it's hey, done. Money was That's what Tosavot continues. natan maot And the case is maot means money. He has not given any money. Di natan maot because if he gave money, afilu Says Tosavot in interpreting the Gemara. If Eddie, if Shimon paid any money. It's over. That's, what's that? That's what the Gemara, that's what Abaye is telling you. Once you walked the land, provided that there was, ahra, there was no Ahrayut, it's over. Right? That's what he told us. Now, if you had Ahrayut, if Eddie Shimon bought it from me, 
and he has a guarantee, even if he did walk the land, and he has a full-fledged kinyan, then there's a question. According to one approach, the first approach of Abaye, he can now back out. According to the other approach, even then he can't back out, and now you can't be angry. Right? Now you can't be angry because now he made a kinyan. That's right. Now he made a kinyan and the Ikad de Amre reads uh, cleaner according to Tosafot. Kinyan, exactly kinyan means transaction. I'm sorry I'm using that word so freely. Transaction. A formal transactional uh, action. You know, something along those lines. Okay, that's what the Gemara says. And now we move onward. So that's the Gemara and we, for all intents and purposes, have uh, set aside all of these sorts of interesting and significant cases of a transaction of land and claims and creditors and things of that sort. And we're going to now turn back the clock and return to a question that started this whole conversation. What was the question that started this whole conversation? You might recall the Mishnah basing itself on a pasuk in the Torah told us that if a person's property damages the property of another, he pays with metav sadeo metav karmo, highest valued land. That was the statement. We had a counter pasuk, a different pasuk, which suggested otherwise, and the derasha was so strong, the interpretation of that other pasuk was so strong, the extra word yashiv, yikesef yashiv lebaalav, taught me that afilu shavekesef, even subin, you can even pay back with bran, low quality goods. Well, which one is it? Do you need to pay back with high quality land or even low quality goods? We turn back to that question now. Kesafin, oh, I skipped ahead, I'm sorry. Says the Gemara, Ravuna Amar, O Kesef, O Metav. His statement over here is either high quality land or money. Now, before we go onward in the Gemara, let me just explain to you what Rashi says. Rashi says, why is this showing up only here? This doesn't seem very organized. This should have been earlier. So Rashi, in the middle of Dibura Mathil Ravuna, explains to us that the reasoning over here, it shows up only over here, is we got involved in a mahloka between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Ishmael, how to define whose metav, remember, whose highest quality land, the mazik, the damager, or the nizak, the damaged. We got involved in that. We got full-fledged and in, 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 interested in discussing that issue. That's where we uh, digressed. We went off on that. Now, we're returning to the core issue which began this whole conversation. Statement initially here of Rav Huna is either money or land, high quality land, can be paid back. Uh, that's all a very nice statement, but it didn't answer anything. You want to know why it didn't answer anything? Because we come back to our favorite F word in this class, fungibility. Remember fungibility? That means that the reason we talk about high quality land is because high quality land turns into money very easily. It means money equals high quality land. We never doubted that. So his statement initially is either money or high quality land. That's not a, that's not a hidush. And as a matter of fact, Tosafot, explaining for Rashi over here says, Ravuna is in the middle of a sentence and they jumped on him. In other words, the question we had was never about money or land. The question we had was the goods, the brand, the shavekes or land. So the Gemara says, if you read the first words in Tosafot, Dibur Amatril Rafuna, Piresh Akuntres, Shebale Taretz Krae de Lael. Ravuna now is coming to answer the Pesukim that we had earlier. Vesarich Lomar, and you have to argue, Shalohi speak Lesayim Devarav. He's in the middle of a sentence, you know, it's kind of like this class, and everyone jumps on him. Ah, Chihik Shalo. And everybody yells at him. 
says the Gemara, Etiver Rav Nachman Ravuna. Rav Nachman jumped and yelled and, and, and asked the question on Ravuna. Yashiv Rabot Kesef Afilu Subin. What are you talking about? You're saying the way you pay back is either with land or with money. Oh, one second, we have a Beraita which teaches not only money, but even the value of money. Ravuna, according to this interpretation, says, I was getting there. Just give me a second. And he says, "Hacha b'may askinan." His answer goes as follows: "Hacha means here b'may with what askinan are we dealing with?" In other words, he's suggesting that the Torah primarily, fundamentally, tells us you pay back with high-quality land or money, fungibility. You want do you want fluid money uh, in the nizak in the person who's damaged pocket? However, if Bedelet le, let means there's not, if you don't have the money or land to pay back with. I'm invested in a business. That's all I have. All I have is brand. So what do you want me to do? In this situation, that's what the Torah means when it says, Yashiv lerabot subin If I don't have the money to pay back, if I don't have the land to pay back, then and only then do I pay, even with Shaveh Kesef. Says the Gemara, peshita. If I don't have, and I'm the damager, I don't have money, I don't have land, peshita, it's simple. What are you, I'm going to be off the hook. I have my business, I have to pay with my business. Answers the Gemara, mahut tema. what would you maybe have thought to say? Amrinan le, they would say to me, the damager, zil, go out, terah, work hard, zavin, sell your brand, Bren and your company, and pay with money, and the Hidush is, we don't say so, which means to say, again, fundamentally and primarily the Torah teaches us, and we'll come back to Pesach Halacha and Tosafot in Rif next time, fundamentally and primarily the Torah says you pay with high quality land or money. It needs to be fungible. You need to be giving the person money. If you don't have, you can pay even with Shaveh Kesef. Wait a second, that's simple? It's not so simple. You maybe would have thought to say, the damager, go sell your goods and then pay with money. Go sell your goods and then deal with it the way you were supposed to. Kamash Ma'lan, the Torah says, we don't go that far. We allow him under that circumstance to pay with the brand with the Shaveh Kesef. Baruch Adonai Amen